Thank you for joining us wherever you are. This podcast episode is brought to you by the Old Ways Actual Play Team. This actual play uses the 7th edition Call of Cthulhu tabletop role-playing game rules by Chaosium. This actual play is performed by adults and in an adult setting. While we try very hard to stick to language for all ages, listeners should know that this podcast may include mature themes. All content, including names, places, events, companies, and etc., that may bear resemblance to entities living or dead, is strictly coincidental. My name is Michael Diamond, and for tonight's game, I will be your keeper. Thank you for joining us again on another episode of the Old Ways Podcast. I am your keeper, Keeper Michael, and we return to Masks of Neurothetep in our China chapter. As we'd like to do at the beginning of the show, we'd like to thank you, the listener, and you, the Patreon supporter. If you do not have a moment to check out what we have over on our Patreon, you can at patreon.com slash Podcast, And look forward to seeing us at Origins 2023 live, where we get to have some live events. And we'll also be live at Chaosium Con as well. And just announced recently, we are an official sponsor of Gamehole Con in Madison, Wisconsin. So we are all over the map this year. But for now, we're going to get to introductions to my right. Hi, this is Tiffany, and I play Maeve O'Shea, and um, the beast is dead. Yes, the nasty, disgusting creature in the middle of that pool is no more. And that is mostly thanks to the person at your right, who is... This is Morgan. I play Lillian Lane, and I indeed did, in fact, it's a whole lot of words, but I slapped that coin against that beast, and it went... Yes, yes. I will just remind you, Miss Lane, actions have consequences. They do. At the end of the table. This is Jake. I'm playing Jack Doyle. And uh, I'm hoping it's not nearly as exciting this week as it was last week. Oh, I think it might even be more exciting. To Jack's right. Uh, This is Lonnie, and I'm playing Robert Drummond. And I want to tell you all, you have no idea how happy I am to be here right now. Mm, Yeah, absolutely happy to have you. To Mr. Drummond's right. Uh, hi, this is James, and I'll be playing Dr. Sigmund Tartenbach. And, uh, well, I mean, it's a hot time in Town tonight. It has been. It has been pretty hot. Last but most certainly not least. Uh, this is Alex. I'll be playing Sam Bellon, who is absolutely certain that um, it will take less than a minute for people to start wandering around again. You might be right. Uh, so we are in the missing Stasi formation tonight, and uh, I'm certain that we'll hear from Miss Fairchild soon. We hope she's doing well. As we raise the curtain on this episode, we get a full wide view of that pool area where a nasty, fetid, fleshy creature once lay. Uh, It has, for the most part, dispersed and fallen into the pool, evaporating on that surface, but still leaving uh, a nice thick film on the top of the water, which sort of burbles and crests in the edges. And for the first time in many, many minutes, it is quiet. You don't hear any other footsteps. No other locking or loading rifles. No horrifying and nasty sounds out of some ancient and forgotten creature. Miss Lane, your hand hurts. I look at it. You see the singed skin on the bottom of your palm. Is there any pattern in it? Oh, yes. I mean, from the coin. Is there any words? Not that you can make out, but there are some... There's some definition to it. You can see the inside arc of the bottom of your palm is beginning to grow white blister. I uh, rip off a piece of my shirt and wrap it around my hand. Okay. Is it dark again? Yes. Your eyes are beginning to readjust better to the fact that there isn't a, a boiling white light in the middle of the room anymore. Are there are there any other light sources in here that are lit currently? Mm, no, I don't think so. Then I would like to get a light 
since I'm not hearing anybody else. I'm sure people are moaning and groaning. I don't even know who's alive right now. So I just kind of want to light up this space if I can. Okay. Yeah, you see at one edge of the space here, it appears that Mr. Drummond has pulled an unconscious Miss Fairchild to the side of the pool here, and he's made sure that she's not, uh, well, in in danger of drowning. But the group in and of itself is, is huddled along that same line, having been, having moved back afterwards. Lillian, what, what was that? It was a it was a coin that the doctor gave me. Where where is the doctor? Is he still in the other room? No, he's right. He's right over there. He oh, seemingly has just reappeared. He's just um, okay. I look I look around from like Dad. The doctor had the suddenly appear in his hand, the coin appear in his hand, and I, I don't know. I thought the best. He said to come give it to you, but I thought the best thing to do was to uh, go slap it against the nasty. Whatever that was. Yeah. Doc is probably still asleep against a pillar somewhere or slumped <laughs> in a corner unconscious. Yeah, you're slumped a little bit. Yep. I seem to have gotten a little burn from it. I show him the palm of my hand. It's a significant burn. We'll have the doctor look at it. I wrap it back up. I'm going to, I guess I'll have to shoot right-handed. I uh, tie off my uh, gunshot wound. Mm-hmm. Did, did you get hurt? Y- yeah. Do you want me to look at it? I think Drummond needs help more. Okay. I go look for, for Drummond. He's not far. I mean, you're all within about 10 to 15 feet of one another. Am I still angry? No. The rage has lifted for the moment. The red clouds around you has has lifted. Um, although I would say you can still feel that emotion inside your body. You're just not completely taken over by it. That was quite the display, uh, Miss O'Shea. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, I kind of snort, <laughs> calling it that, and I uh, will cross the pool back toward where the uh, the doors to the rest of this place are. Okay. Uh, when when you snort, something dark and phlegmy comes out of your nose. Oh, gross. Yeah, and I'm going to run back to the doctor because that was... The whole thing that set me off in the first place is he got shot. <laughs> you you step 10 feet and there's the doctor. Okay. Uh, how is he looking besides asleep? Well, Doc, it appears, if, and this is out of character, but it appears that you're, you have one hit point left. Is that yep. true? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Yep. So the, the doctor is not in good health. He's not good at all. Okay. Um... So I guess I'll rummage through his bag and see if I can help him. Okay. How would you like to help him? Would you like to perform first aid? Yeah. Okay. But I was just trying to think how I would do that. But he's got a gunshot wound, so yeah. try and patch that up. He does, in fact, have a gunshot wound. That is failure. It's 83 out of 55. Okay. So you begin working on him. Uh, you begin trying to staunch the bleeding to, I guess, play with uh, the chemicals or, or, or this sort of uh, solution or additive he has in his pouch, which you think he uses for gunshot wounds. And, and you, you begin working on him. First aid takes about a minute, mm-hmm. give or take. So you do the best you can. I'm probably going to pray, too, while I do it. Oh, Okay. You pray. Probably more sing, but you know. Certainly. So you're you're unconscious right now. Although she's poking at my chest wound, I'm probably waking up <laughs> fairly soon. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> Are you still there? <laughs> I have a mortal wound. <laughs> yeah, the the group as at that large does not look very healthy at this point. It looks like they've been through a war. I run over to Drummond and I will perform first aid on him and then I will go help assist Maeve with the doctor. Okay. So okay. one at a time. Hmm? Nurse Move. Nurse Lane. Both at once. I am at a 77 out of 65. I will spend Ow. the 12 luck to make it a success. Okay. Very good. So you 
Mr. Drummond will gain three hit points. All right, and I'm going to go over to the doctor and do the same thing. Okay, it looks like Maeve's, you know, worked on him a little bit. I, I look over at me. I'm like, oh, nice, nice job. <laughs> 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 Try to be encouraging. Sure. I, I dig in his in his bag and pull out like morphine and, and crap, whatever he's got going on in there. I get a 69. Nice. At a 65, I will spend the four luck to make it a success. Smell that burning? Yeah, I know, right? Um, doctor, you get two hit points back. <gasps> Both of Yes. So that just seems like a pretty apt moment then. Before we move on to the rest of where our journey goes, I think it's time our investigators got a little luck back. Yes. Yay. So, Miss O'Shea, if you would, please roll luck. Mm. It's going to be hard Don't for me. moan like that. Don't you <laughs> want luck? I do. Uh, that is uh, 47 out of 81. Hmm, very good. Luck, yeah, 81 luck. Yeah, I do. <laughs> you can have eight points of luck. I also have 80. No, sorry, 18 luck. Never mind. It's different. Miss Lane? All right. I'm following the Jack Doyle method. <laughs> yeah, 38 out of 37 luck. I'll just say this, Miss O'Shea. If you follow the Jack Doyle method, I will guarantee it's going to get you into trouble. Yeah, it will. <laughs> oh, wow. So that's eight points of luck, Miss Lane. Awesome. Thank you. Do we want to follow the Jack Doyle method? Should, obviously. Should, Mr. Doyle, speaking of. <laughs> that is uh, 72 out of 72. Okay, so that's a success. And remember my uh, lucky. I, I will. Okay. I will. That's going to save you because I rolled a one on your first Ooh. die. Uh, so 14 luck. Okay. Mr. Drummond. Hey, it's a 46 out of 28. I failed. Yay. So take 20 points of luck. Nice. Wow. Uh, I got an 04 under 18. So you definitely pass. Yeah. <laughs> but that's okay because you get 14 luck. Hey, hey you, can, you can survive another uh, death. You totally can. <laughs> Very good. Sam? Uh, it's a failure 80 over 67. Well, I'm telling you what. These dice are just not being very kind. Uh, 11 points of luck. All right. That should set us up then. So after a little physical rehabilitation. Yeah. Well, everybody's touching each other. Can I open some of these doors? So the one that, so Drummond came out of the room that I'm standing in front of right now. Yes, he did. Actually, the, Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I'm not too worried about what's in there. There are a few doors at the end of the hall we haven't checked out yet. That's correct. So I will move along the wall and uh, try to see what's going on with some of these doors. Okay. Very good. Uh, so this one you approach is locked. I don't trust this guy at all. He's he seems very uh, he's big on the anti theft. <laughs> he's, 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 he's big on, uh, on trapadoozies, surprises. But if this door is locked, I'll move on to the next one just to, just to see what my options are. Okay. You move on to the next one. It is also locked. Oh, okay. Do these doors seem similar? Are there anything different about them? No, they seem fairly similar. Sturdy, well-made frames. The door has a thickness to it. I'll knock on it. it you get a deep thud. I look back at the group. They seem busy hovering over one another. At this point, Miss Lane seems the most busy. Jack and Mr. Drummond, given that the other three of the party, minus Sam, are busy sort of first aiding one another. What are, what are the two of you doing? Right now, I'm holding the unconscious uh, Miss uh, Fairchild. Mm-hmm. Probably slinging her over my shoulder. Okay. I'm basically watching our backs. Okay. To be fair too, Sam, just so you're aware, there there isn't a ton of light here either. That's why I was asking if I had if I could light a light in here, if there was a light to light. Or something to light. Um, a lantern. Yeah, there's there's a sconce, but that's about it. Uh, then I will use my torch. Yeah, again, it's important everybody remembers that there isn't a ton of light in this space at this point. So you are in a creepy 
pool room with a dead nasty creature evaporating in the middle of the pool and everything else is dark. I suppose I'll uh, hold a flashlight for uh, Lillian's work to work. Okay. That's when I see you. Gentlemen, do I still have my vision? Uh, which vision? The heat vision. <laughs> like, so I can see where people are at. It's been a while, so no. Okay. Because it, like, spontaneously... It does. It does. Okay. That scene, right. quote-unquote, is over. Right. I will say loud enough for the group to overhear over my shoulder. Got a couple of locked doors over here. I'm going to try not to break them. I think Jack can pick a lock. Well, Sam can pick a lock, too, but... Uh, oh. Okay. Uh, just a minute, I'll come over and uh, have your back. So, which one? the the This one, Sam, or the one... Uh, they're both okay. locked, right? So I'll start with the far one. Uh, when Jack comes over, I will whisper to him, there's a library down the hall. I just kind of look over my shoulder <laughs> and go back to work. Yeah, we won't, we won't tell her yet. She's been through so much, you know. I just kind of <laughs> continue working on the door. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to uh, stand on the table because I'm assuming Doc is still like slumped by the table because he was under the table so that I can basically keep watch so that Lillian can make the doctor better. Doc wakes up with a gasp. <gasps> oh, that is, oh, that, that is better than a cup of coffee. <laughs> Guten Morgen. Still alive. So you are successful. Thank you. Doctor. Where did you get that coin? I will tell you about it when I am not bleeding. <laughs> Working on it. I know you are doing a wonderful job. <laughs> Gently pats her hand with blood, his own blood-soaked hand. <laughs> I wipe it on my my shirt <laughs> with all the other blood that's probably on there. Probably. Yeah. All right, Sam, is your intention to um, pick this lock? It is. And I'm not going to be using the Jack Doyle method. Oh. I already saw I already saw that door down the hall. <laughs> oh, okay. Go right ahead. So uh, sixty-two under sixty-seven. Uh you begin picking this door. So a little time passes. Probably a good couple minutes. And the door doesn't seem that the tumbler system seems to befuddle you for a, a moment or two here. You're you're not getting what you're looking for. Hmm. I will um, look over at Jack. Uh, could you hold this uh, hold this light for me, please? Yeah. You want me to try? Oh, sure. I'll get out of the way. That's an OT3 under 73. Ooh, an OT3 under 73. I should use the mm-hmm. Jack Doyle method. I mean, that is potentially one way you could do it, yes. You take a couple of minutes, Jack, and you begin to work this door. It is a pretty complex locking mechanism. This isn't something that you would expect, quite honestly. But after probably five minutes, you get the tumblers to finally, finally unlock. Right, you want to do the honors? Oh, I was going to offer Jack one of his own cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, thanks. Certainly. I will. Does the door push or pull? Uh, it pushes. Does Jack have his gun out? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I will nudge the door open. You nudge the door open. Inside, there is a beautiful canopy pavilion. Uh, and there's a bronze statue inside against the wall here. The space isn't very large, but it's large enough to hold a uh, a fairly considerable golden statue of the Buddha. The space here is probably 20 by 20. And the Buddha statue is likely about 5 feet wide and about 12 feet tall. Actually, I'm going to go check this thing out. Is this is this an actual gold Buddha? Make a spot hidden roll. That's a 77 under 85. It's likely not entirely made of gold. Like gold uh plated or something. Yeah, there's a there's likely a gold plating on it that sits and exists. Um, it's probably fairly thin. The statue itself is probably made of either a clay or a a bronze or something like that and then had it 
coated. Is this statue bigger than the door? Mm, yes. Hmm. So it must have been built in here. Yeah, Sam, it seems like there's a seam on the Buddha's neck. Oh, that's that's terrifying. <laughs> I'm going to crawl around behind it. <laughs> it's pretty big, right? Yeah, it's big. There's actually not. It's against the wall. There's not space for you to crawl around behind oh, it. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm afraid that like it's going to shoot laser beams out of its eyes or something. So I think its head moves, Jack. Like on its own or? Oh, well, I, I couldn't tell you. It's not doing that right now, but I'm pretty sure it can spin. That's odd. Why would it do that? Oh, there's so many reasons. There's got to be a reason it's doing it. Sure, it could be some sort of, I'll tap it. It, it could be some sort of safe or vault, right? Yeah. A massive cookie jar? Why don't you try spinning it? I thought about it. It just sounded very dangerous. Well, like, who's just going to come in here and spin a head? Fine, I'll spin okay. it. You're going to spin the head? I spin the head. Which way does it want to spin? Make me a dex roll. Hard difficulty. Oh, Jesus. I think this is a really good time for me to, 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 to throw all of the garbage... All the good fortune out the window and push this roll. Okay, as your keeper, I'll remind you that failed push rolls are bad. I I know, I know. But hilarious. <laughs> Wait, am I allowed? I'm allowed to spend luck on the push, right? You are not. If you push the roll, you can't spend luck afterwards. You get basically that there's, there are two paths for you. There sure. are the you spend the luck or there are you get the, the re-roll. Okay. And the re-roll, I would have to get a 30, 37. Hmm. Or I'd have to spend 51 luck. Yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, we're going to push the roll. Okay. Why don't you tell me how you're pushing the roll? What's, well, I don't, I don't really know what I'm up against, really. You just said, like, make a dex roll. So I don't know if, like, if there's something coming at me or. Yeah. So you turn the head and it turns counterclockwise. Okay. And as you turn the head, you hear a mechanical click. Like, it almost sounds like it comes from the inside of the statue. And then when there's a single click, there are two or three after that. And then you feel a puff of air. I'm probably up on this thing, right? So oh, yeah. I guess I will try to spring away from it. How tall is it? 12 feet tall. So I've kind of had to climb up on it then to turn its head. Mm-hmm. So I will attempt to vault from it rather than scurry down because I, I imagine what's going to come out of it is probably going to fall maybe so I will risk further life and limb in an attempt to, to launch myself away from it fantastic nothing like that big old big old dive roll we're gonna dive roll and that is a hard success 21 under 75 you feel that puff of air and leap just reflexively and when you do a dart appears on the other end of the wall having been fired from a hole in the Buddha's neck did I land behind or in front of Jack? Um, you <laughs> land on top of Jack. It's a trap. I'm going to roll to dodge. You don't get to. Damn. You're surprised. You land in a heap, although you do not get hit by this dart. Once you recover physically from the exertion, the two of you look at this Buddha and you watch its head turn back into position on its own as it sort of clicks back into place. And when it does, the entire wall of the facade moves on its own away to, away from this position, revealing a passageway. I feel like that dart would have killed me. Well, it didn't. So good work, though. Clap him on the side, on the back. I, st- I start breathing again. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yes. So at this at this point, the, the rest of the group will have heard that the commotion will have had a chance to recover a little bit and join in the scene if that's what they choose to do. Doc slowly makes his way over towards the, you know, makes his way to his feet, probably with Lillian's help. And then I put the doctor's arm around my neck and Mm -hmm. kind of like try to help as much as I can, but I'm not very strong. So I'm kind of dragging him along. I will um, go ahead of them to make sure that the pathway is clear. Okay. Mr. Drummond, are you staying where you're at or? Um, I'm kind of, uh, well, I'm picking up uh, Miss Fairchild and Mm -hmm. uh, kind of following along behind, but also keeping a watch behind us. Sure. 
you guys see that there's been actually may would probably see it first of everybody you see that there it seems like jack and sam have uncovered something in this room here there's a room just off the pool that that they've uncovered looks like a a secret passageway gentlemen in the room what uh, what are you up to I look at Jack and I say, why is it every time we find a secret door, I feel compelled to whisper? Um, I, I really don't know, but uh, it's probably for the best. So uh, I'll start walking. Okay. You walk into this central area here and there's a door to your right and to your left and in front of you. Do you see that dart was sticking out of the wall? Mm-hmm. On the way by, Doc would like to see if he can wedge it out of the wall, wrap it in cloth, and drop it in his bag. Uh, so I'm going to sort of play devil's um, keeper here with you mm-hmm. and say that you likely have no visual memory of seeing the dart thing happen, so you wouldn't know it's there. Ah. It's also no bigger than, like, two digits of my pinky. Ah, like, ah. I, I envisioned a larger mm-hmm. dart. Okay. No, no. Very okay. small. Well, then I'll just follow with. Do we think we should all go into the secret passageway, or should some people rest? Is the is there any is the wind is there windows in the room at all, or is no. it all enclosed? It's all enclosed. I will I will stay here. I just prop me up here. Um, well, it, Liebchen, if you would like to stay with me, that would. I can. How about but, I stay with with Doctor and Stasi, and. You two go with uh, Jack and Sam. I'll I'll wait here with the doctor. Um, but do you do you know how to do you know first aid? I will be fine. What could possibly happen? Doc grins a little because he loves to use that phrase. I will stay. Drummond, you go with the group. I I can shoot. I have my rifle. You're better with a gun than me. They probably need you more than we do right now. I'm going because there's probably something mystical down there and they need, they're going to need help. You are needed. So Jack, a door on your left, a door in front of you and a door on your right. Um, I'm going to check the door on the right. Okay. You guys figure it out. (laughs) Well, (laughs) or do you want me to see if I can see through the doors before opening them? Yeah, it'll be fine. So the door on your right is not locked. I mean, the importance always locked, right? That's what they say. Yeah, but this is a hidden passageway, too. I don't know. Maybe. Sure. <laughs> are you going to open it? Oh, yeah. Okay. So you uh, turn to the right and open the door. And in this probably five by ten foot space, there's a, a bench. There's a couple of racks of what look like rifles on the wall. Ammunition... That sort of thing. Pistol, rifle, shotgun, etc. No, oh, hey. Well, that's handy. Right. We'll come back to this row. Door on the left. That is locked. Okay. I'll try to pick it. Okay. That is 66 under 73. I will spend a hand of fate in your favor and make it a hard success. And allow you to open that door. Okay. So, opening this door is... A little unexpected, the things that are in here. And that's mostly because of the smell that comes out of here. When you open this door, what you see is probably something you would expect to see like in a doctor's office. There are, are bottles and chemicals and beakers all over the place. It's a lab. Are there shelves in here as well? I'm sure the doctor would want to check this out. Uh, yeah, so let's see here. Maybe we can get some of the drugs for him. Yeah, it looks like it's a, a preparation area. You see that there are uh, a few shelves that have herbs on them. Uh, they seem to be categorized. And uh, there's a, uh, a flower press in here. So it's like a, an alchemy lab? Possibly. Or, or, the, or this person really likes making some tea? Mm, this is probably not tea. Uh, looking at the shelves, are these things, uh, if they're labeled in in another language, I probably can't read it, but 
Can I identify any of them by, by visual? Um, yeah, botany. I have chemistry. Botany is going to be the skill of choice here. Okay. Because they're not a chemical solution, they're literally a plant. Gotcha. Maybe they're making poisons or something. I mean, the seed's an evil lair, so... Well, the final door. Why'd you have to call it that? This door is also locked. Okay, I'm going to try it again. There's an ought to. Hmm. Okay. After a little bit of work, you managed to unlock this door as well. Um, Beyond the space there is something fairly curious. This is another room that seems to have statuary in it as well. One significant one, which is to a rather corpulent woman. Inside the main portion of this space, there is a circle that has been etched into the ground with several symbols on it. In the center of that circle, there is what looks almost like a fashioned hospital gurney, like a bed propped up. Um, And in that bed, there is a woman you've seen before. And that's Magenta. And that bed, this table that she's sitting on is encased in glass. And there are seven sections of this glass. And over each one of the sections, there seems to be an additional smaller compartment that sits on top of it. And when you open the door and get a look into the room, which does have a few tiny candlelights that are lighting around this circle, uh, she begins to panic. She can't seem to move very well. She doesn't enunciate very well, almost as if she's being prevented from it. Um, but you can see her begin to physically shake at the at your presence. Magenta. It's us. She mumbles something inside the glass. She probably can't hear us. All right, I'm going to go in the room, but I'm going to kind of walk on the outside because I don't know if uh, that circle mm-hmm. seems like a, that's a bad thing. Yep. Can, is the circle in something I can read or I can identify? Have you gone in there? Well, I'm going to. Okay. I'm just asking. Yep. It's important to know who's entering the room and what they're doing. Well, especially if he said magenta and I'm, I'm going to like. So you get to the doorway. Sam, or what are you doing? I don't want to. I'm staying where I am. I'm staying in the hallway um, mm-hmm. where these other two doors are watching Jack and kind of making sure I can kind of see the group as well. Uh, through the doorway and I guess I'm I'm inspecting the room from where I am seeing what I can see with the light yeah I'm not prepared to it's, it's a little it's a little much um, yeah. and I know that they have a lot with the, the the magenta stuff going on so let them handle that a couple of important points I'll point out about the glass one the glass seems fairly thick mm-hmm. and the seven sections are not equidistance. They're not. They're not uh, the same. They they grow or or shrink depending upon where they're at in the body. There is a compartment over them. There is also a compartment over her head as well. And you can see over her head there are two large rodents that are active. Ah, uh, I see. The glass. Oh, those. The framework around the glass also reflects a little. Refracts a little bit of your light. So when you shine your light at it to try to keep an eye on what's going on with magenta, like you get a lot of um, rainbow rainbow trails that come off of it. A lot of prism effects going on. The rest of the room is, I mean, there's the, there's, it looks like there's a cabinet to the left that might have uh, some tools on it. They don't look like very nice tools. Uh, There's the statuary piece to the, to the bloated uh, woman at the end of the space here. This space is about 20 by 20. Okay. And the circle is about roughly eight feet in diameter. It it basically has enough room to house the table and the uh, setup they have magenta in. Yeah, I'm going to walk along the outside and see if I can identify the symbols and... Yeah, give me a... Yeah, I, th- I think this is probably a mythos role. Otherwise, I do have Aklo, too. Yeah, it's not in Aklo. Okay. It's a 57 out of 39. I will spend the 
Is that 18 luck? Okay. Yeah, so the inscriptions on the floor, which also seem to be fairly well um, emblazoned into the floor here, the intent seems fairly clear. Uh, what's happening is is that they are warding this space uh, and messing with the circle likely has uh, some fairly bad repercussions. Uh, it looks like inscribed into the floor here, there could be some type of um, a summon that gets affected if the circle's messed with. Well, we can't make the circle ineffective. We can't mess with it. Okay, well, can we step over it? Uh, it's warded. So do I see like what it's warded against? Is it warded against anybody that steps into it? Is it a ward like against like what I would use? It likely is a ward against anybody that doesn't know the incantation to pass through the veil uh, without, you know, okay. damaging it. It's likely made by a caster who has some, well, some experience. Right. No, you would have to know basically the secret password. <laughs> so let me uh, go look on the table over there, see if there's any books or anything, any parchments. I mean, it's highly unlikely, but maybe. Yeah. Uh, Magenta starts to moan, like quiver, moan. And the rats that are positioned over the top of her face, they seemingly are working on something. They look like they're eating something, like at the bottom of where their tray is. They're probably going to chew through are they R.U.S.'s or are they just regular rats? No, no. They're fairly large. Okay. They're about as big as... They're probably about as big as a squirrel apiece. Oh, okay. That's fairly... So Chicago rats. That's right. Now you're <laughs> talking. So the table nearby has a series of implements on it. Check. Uh, it looks like there are needles of various sizes from very, very tiny to that's probably really uncomfortable to get poked with. It also includes a fair amount of, well, I guess the best way to put it would be torture implements, pliers, hooks, things that you would use that things you probably have seen in your Chicago detective days that mm -hmm. harken back. Um, there is an actual cabinet here under the table as well. Um, and if the two of you are going to get into that at all, uh, you'll find black and yellow silk robes. And you'll also find a small holding kit, which seems to have tattoo needles and black and yellow ink and dyes. You also find what is fairly clearly a ritual sickle. Okay, no books, no scrolls. Is there anything carved on the sickle? I mean, it's it's emblazoned with lettering, basically dedicating it to the bloated woman. Right, okay. Um, I'll go over to the statue. Mm -hmm. uh, is there any kind of like prayer or anything written on the back side of it, on yeah, the front side of it. Certainly. Um, there are prayers here to the bloated woman that, you know, praise her and her children. Uh, they raise adoration to her, her form and the um, seek blessing from uh, what she can provide. I guess we're going to have to do it, you know. Yeah, we just got to figure out how we're going to save her without her getting injured. Uh, also, might I warn you that something will be summoned if we mess this circle up. You hear the sound of glass break. Just lightly. Okay, so we have to make this quick. Yeah. Tiff, have Maeve make me a uh, spot hidden roll. Uh, that is a 50 under 75. So you realize that there are there's a draping, sort of a, a curtain that wraps around the base of this 
statue of the bloated woman. Like it's sitting on something. Um, and you catch a glimpse from the torchlight, the various torches that are going on in the room, that there's something underneath this curtain that has a glint to it. It catches your eye while some of this light is refracting off of the the cabinet or the um the casing that magenta's in. Um, is it like the curtains on like a slide? Or like it's just like attached to the bottom? It looks like it's attached to the bottom of the Okay. Um I guess I'll lift it. Okay. You lift the curtain. Underneath there is a cabinet. Uh, the cabinet has beautiful woodwork that's been done to it. It's got two big sort of golden handles on it. And it's a, a fairly impressive piece. You see that the uh, the doors here are carved with some fairly strange and monstrous faces. Jack, watch my back a minute. Yeah. I'm going to pull the doors. Okay, so it's a hard strength roll. Oof. No, that's a 69 out of 40. Nice. <laughs> You pull on you pull on the doors, and when you pull on the doors, there's a significant jarring, like they they butt up against something, like they're locked, and you hear, Tuh. oh, fuck, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so why don't you go ahead and make me a con roll? That is a thirty-eight out of fifty. Okay, very good. I'm gonna play a hand of fate against you, and you're gonna fail that roll. And you're going to take 19 points of damage from the dart. Thank God for my fucking armor. Uh, Okay. So with the failure of the con roll, on top of the dart damage, that is, Mm -hmm. you get woozy. So all of your perception-based rolls, including any reading for the the time that it takes this to purge from your system are all at disadvantage. Spot okay. hidden's at disadvantage. Listen is as basically the world around you now swims constantly. Right. It's like having a really bad migraine. But you're not dead. Yeah. No. That's good. Uh, I'll, I'm going to look over at Jack and be like, uh, I think it's locked. Wait one <laughs> moment. I want you uh, to make me a luck roll. Because when you're in front of that cabinet and you get hit, there is a possibility that you're going to fall back oh. where the circle is. Nice. 78 out of 71. So you get struck by this dart. <clears throat> uh, Jack, you have space and time to see what's happening. Yeah, I'll try to grab her. Um, it's going to be a hard dex roll for you to grab her because you have to dance around the circle at the same time. But yeah, you'll get an opportunity. And that won't do it hard, huh? Yep. All right, I'll spend the 25 luck to make it. Okay. You spend the 25 luck to make. Sam, you start seeing things in the room come apart at the seams. Like you see Maeve double over suddenly. You hear the sound of another dart. Oh, no. And you see Jack begin to spin into motion to try to grab her. Magenta in the box is now in a, in a fury of essentially muscle convulsions. You can tell from your position as you recover Miss O'Shea from keeping her from in the getting into the, the circle here, you look back at the box and you see the head of that rat. One of the rats finally ducked through and down onto her face. And she starts finally enunciating and you start hearing her scream inside the box. Sam, come and get her out of here. I will do Mr. so. Shea. I will hustle into the room, uh, skirting the, uh, the circle mm-hmm. because this whole scene seems... Uh, Seems like seems like a bad, a big bad. So we're gonna go yeah. ahead and grab Miss O'Shea. I'm just gonna keep pointing at the box. <laughs> okay, it's fine. It's fine. Hey, hey, how are you? Okay, are you are you okay? Are you okay? Let's do, let's go hang out by the guns. Come on. All right, I'm gonna try real quick to uh, open that uh, thing before I do anything else. The, you said it was that she was on a makeshift gurney type of thing. Yeah. So uh, gurney's a bad word for it. She's she's on a table. It okay. looks like it looks like a hospital bed table because of the way it's fashioned. It's not actually a rolling gurney or anything. Okay, all right. That was kind poor, of poor important. word choice for me. Yeah. Um, you know. So yeah, it is either. Um, well, if you're gonna if you're going to make a locksmithing roll, you can. No, I don't have time to do that. 
So it's a hard strength roll or a hard mechanical repair roll, depending upon how you want to uh, go at this thing. You know what? I don't have time for this. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize it was on her face. Well, I can't see that. Yeah, that's true. Not anymore. Um, I'm just hoping that the password was in there, basically. The incantation. How heavy does it look? The cabinet? No, the uh, table. Her her table? Very heavy. I mean, significantly heavy. You you don't believe you have the strength to move that. I don't know how I'm going to get out. All right. You also don't know what happens when you move it from the room. Right. Um... Out of hell with it. I'm going to start shooting the glass. Okay. Uh, what are you going to shoot the glass with? My gun. Okay. Right. I, I get that. No, the, the handgun. <laughs> you, have, you have multiple weapons. The handgun. I'm not going to just unload a Tommy gun into a... <laughs> it's worth an ask. All right. So uh, single shot, multiple shots. How Three are you? shots. Okay. Above, above her, obviously. Got to get the rats. Or below her. Maybe? I don't think that the glass does go down, does it? It does not. Okay. Oh, okay. Or I'm on I'm on the end of her, right? Yeah. So is she? You, you buy her make feet. Up the whole, does she make up the whole? Uh, she sure does. I mean, there's a little bit of space on on b- above her head, or uh, uh, I would say horizontally above her head and beneath her feet. Right. Yes, I'm going to crouch down so I'm shooting at an angle. Okay, fair enough. Doc holds a um, piece of cloth to his wound and looks at Lillian. <clears throat> well, it's quiet in there. Things must be going badly, huh? Okay. Uh, when you shoot the glass, you do so at an angle, mm-hmm. uh, shattering the glass and, well, the uh, these little compartments go seem to go with it as well. Uh, so the glass gets destroyed. Now that the glass is destroyed... That many of the shards of it obviously fall on her because the whole in, the entire mm-hmm. makeup spider webs. You can now hear her much clearer now. So you now hear, after all the gunshots, those of you outside hear a woman screaming. And when you pierce that glass with your bullets, uh, all of the sigils on the floor that are inside that circle begin lighting up. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to try to grab her at that point. Okay, uh, very good. Why don't you make me a uh, power roll as you step, as you cross the line into the circle? Hey, no. That's a 76 over 50. All right, you step into the circle and you grab her. Her body is ice cold. It feels like she's been underwater. She's not wearing any clothes, so that's something to keep in mind as well. Um, She is bloodied. And now that you get a closer look at her just for the for the moment, you're not sticking there long, but you see that she's been sort of scored by all sorts of little nod on and actually like needle oh, okay. points. You step through the circle, grab her and are beginning to head out. When you do, the entire circle lights up with a beautiful red flame. Oh, that's nice. And out of this circle creature emerges bursts forth in flame but you got her oh shit yes oh <laughs> shit is right I will scream for Lillian I don't yell for I scream for, for Lillian okay um, I, I get up and I go running towards the door where Sam is screaming okay. from you see him uh, so, Jack, you're heading out of the room? Yes. Yeah. That's, that's your plan? Sam? Yes. You don't have to make this roll because you've seen one of these things before. Miss no, O'Shea, no. you have not seen one of these things before. So I can't see anything you said. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> I said you'd have a hard time seeing some things. This you can't miss. This is bullshit. It's a right. sand roll, actually. All brought on by your own handiwork. Okay. And uh, disadvantage, right? Oh, you're not disadvantaged on sand rolls. That, that oh. would be just rude. Although, well, it doesn't matter. I failed anyways. It's uh, 71 out of 28. That's ooh. right. A whole 28. Ooh. Boy. Boy, you crazy. You want to fail, though, don't you? No, a you want to fail your yeah. intro. Oh, that's right. 
I don't want to fail. You don't want to, well, maybe you want to fail, Sandwich. <laughs> I, mean... I don't know. <laughs> now, when you say that I've seen one of these things before, I mean, there's so many of these things we could be talking. You're talking about like like basement of the the. It, it's the a fire vampire. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm talking about the thing from the streets in Egypt. Yeah, oh, it's the no. fire vamp- vampire thing. Oh, which we no. figured out how to. I thought we figured out how to. Yeah, we don't have any water though. Did you have a bucket? On the pool outside oh, there. Oh yeah. That's uh, D6. If we make it that far. Right. Uh, run. Oh, Miss O'Shea, you can lose a single point of sanity. Oh, that's nice. Maybe. Miss Lane, on the, the beginning of the round, you would act and then Sam would act. Um, so you see a being of fire burst forth from the inside of this room. So I, I go skidding to the door and I, and I like stop and see this huge fire... Mm-hmm. Beast that I've already seen before by touching things that I shouldn't. And I immediately turn around and start to run for the pool outside. Okay. And just keep it and just say, run. <laughs> run, <laughs> run, dummy. All right, Sam, your action. Uh, I would like to um, take a pot shot at it and then slam the door shut and run away. Okay. Go ahead. So that is a 5874 for the shotgun blast. How close is this thing materialized in front of me? Um, Would you call it short range? What's your dex? I'd say it's point blank. Okay. Given your dex. Yeah, sure. I'll take that. Yeah, I think I'll take that one. So that is now an 18. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. And uh, that's an impale. Go ahead and roll it. I would love to. Ooh, so that's 46 plus two. Right, and impale is max damage, and then my roll. Roll damage, yes. Right. So the max damage on 46 plus 2 is 26 plus 13, so 39. Okay. You fire. Uh, The bullet passes straight through it. Ah, I continue screaming and slam the door shut, and I start running. Everybody has fleed the room except this creature. Um, Sam has slammed the door, Mm -hmm. and it's at this point you are all making your way out. Of the space. Yeah, I'm zigzagging like a drunk person. All right. Um, so you you move uh, out into this outer space again. Um, I suppose since no one's looking back, no one is actually going to see what happens, which is kind of funny. I am backpedaling. Oh, you are? Yes. Again, the door bursts on, into fire. It gets con- like goes full conflagration as soon as you slam it shut. It's coming! And you see... A twisted and ugly face burn its way through the center of the door. And you can see its eyes lit up. All eight of them. As it is uh, melting its way through the door. Uh, so the group exits that room post haste. <laughs> uh, so I guess where are you going beyond here? You get out into the main room. Doctor, you are um, nearly, um, we'll just say, on a carousel. Because <laughs> of all the people coming out of the room. <laughs> I, I wait for them to go, go, go. Yeah. As they go, I let them go by as I'm picking myself up and attempting to make myself mobile again. <laughs> Mr. Drummond, are you taking Miss Fairchild out of here? I'm actually going to, uh, I've got, I've still got her on my shoulder. I'm going to try and assist the doctor very forcefully <laughs> since I know that he's moving slower than everybody else. Okay. Yeah, that's going to be a tall work for you. I guess the question, Doctor, is that are you uh, are you bothering with uh, him assisting you or? Um, I have three hit points at this point, so I'm probably ambulating fairly well. Yeah. I mean, in comparison, so I have him help Stasi. Okay, I don't want to weigh us down in rounds if we don't need to. What I want to know is. Are people planning on completely fleeing this the scene, or yes. is there some grander? Um, well, uh, uh, I mean, if you get it to the pool, we can put it out. Right, I think that's what we're. Uh, most of us are fleeing to the pool room. Mm-hmm. The, the pool room is not very far from yeah. from where you, you get. Basically, when you exit out past the Buddha statue, the next doorway leads you to the pool. Right, and uh, we'll close that door too. I then. <laughs> um, Offer to I, I motion to offer to for Drummond to hand me Stasi, um, mm-hmm. and then we keep going because all it's going to take is one 
you know, half attempted fiery bitch slap and I'm I'm now bacon. Right. So mm-hmm. we're going I'm going to take Stasi and continue to go as far away from this as possible. Uh no he's not because I've got one secured and he's most likely to get slapped <laughs> and rather we lose one than two. Yeah, your plan is a fantastic plan, Doctor, except that Mr. Drummond is physically quicker and stronger than you are and that becomes immediately evident when you like go to get Stasi and he's like stop it move <laughs> alright well he has a plan Doc keeps going then okay I'm looking for cups planters bowls <laughs> yeah um, I mean I know I can't really see them so anything it's, that I it's pass. okay yeah sure go ahead Mr. Shea give me a spot hidden roll at disadvantage <laughs> right okay and then Oh, that's a, that's an eighty-three out of seventy-five. Nope, because <laughs> that's the higher one. You, you look, you go. Oh, look, there's water. That sounds useful. And then you try not to get sick. It's like the your equilibrium is completely switched yeah. off for a well, second. Then I will uh, just go sit down in the pool because it was only like what knee, yeah, height. You uh, you go sit down in the pool. <laughs> Drummond, you and Stasi and the doctor are headed out, and then I guess Lillian, are you also headed out? Trying no, to- I'm. I'm gonna hopefully help lead that beast into the pool. Okay, okay. I just want to make sure I know who's who's staying and who's going. I I want to get a good makeup in my mind and on the map here. If I don't see a if I don't see a bucket readily, or some sort of uh, some sort of receptacle. To, to put water into, I, I get a, I get a brilliant idea, and I say, "I'm gonna go find a pot or three, and I start running. I'm gonna pick up one of the rifles that was dropped. Okay, and then crouch and wait. Guns won't work. Hey, you know. <laughs> oh wait, you're wearing like a suit jacket, right? No, I'm wearing a. Uh, um, Monster shell, yeah. or whatever. Oh, the crab armor. <laughs> We're gonna call it crab Shit. armor. Because <laughs> if we had like a jacket, we could get it wet and throw it on top of it, like a cloth. Are there tablecloths out here? Mm, no. As I'm like sitting, I'm not. I'm curtains. not looking. I'm asking. Him. There are no curtains out here. There's no. no, like there are very little additional extra. Okay, I will say this though, other than Doctor Tottenbach and Mister Drummond. Who has the lowest luck? Let's make that pot a group luck roll, because that sounds fantastic. I have 71. Uh, I have 61. I have 45. Sam, how much you got? I have 78. Okay, so Lillian, give me a luck roll for the group. For the group. Make this happen. Or we'll bully you off the show. (laughs) Go make me a sandwich. (laughs) Banish to the kitchen. I got a 62 out of 45. 62 out of 45, you see. I will allow a hand of fate to make it success, so you can thank a backer. Thanks, backer. Lillian, you spy across the, uh, not too far from where people are exiting, a big plant holder. Uh, I mean, big. It's going to take quite the strength to tip the plant over but it would be it's probably three foot high and maybe about a foot around or so it's it's fairly significant and it's got a big you know piece of greenery in it yes i yelled a jack and i point over at the big plant or let's get that and use that okay you go over to the potted plant jack yeah tip it over okay i help him rip the plant out of it in the dirt okay you go Drag it over to the water, I guess. Uh, this creature exits the door that you were in, and suddenly the entire sp- the entire immediate space out here in the pool area, which was dark, is suddenly very bright. Oh, thanks for the light. Uh, and you can see this thing, this sort of crown of eyes that sit around the front of it, a big open maw that sort of gnashes its teeth, big, sharp, nasty teeth. And just this enormous aura of fire that runs off of it. I continue my uh, my mad dash for the kitchen. You get to the kitchen. Yeah, I would I would duck in through the uh, the dining room and then yeah. back in through the. Yeah. You get to the kitchen, 
And by this point, Doctor, you and Mr. Drummond and Stasi are nearly by the blown-out front door. You're getting to the outer courtyard now. I think this is probably far enough for the moment. Sam, what are you looking for in the kitchen? Uh, stew pots, big pots, big, big pots. Big pots. You find big pots. That's not hard. I'm looking for as many as I can carry, so like four, basically. I'll, I'll yeah. slot the gun and then grab four of the biggest pots I can and go clanging through the dining room. That's um, I will hop the table and make it, and make it over through those uh, the doors toward the pool. Okay. You make it back into the pool room as Jack and Lillian are getting this massive uh, planting pot like into the water, into that yet nasty still water. Miss O'Shea, you sat down in the water? Yeah. Okay. So you're you're hanging out here in the water. <laughs> Probably like a little harder than I meant to. <laughs> yeah, you're you're mostly covered by the water. Uh but not completely. The uh, creature moves down closer to you, Jack and, and Lillian. It does seem to steer clear of Miss O'Shea. Like it could easily likely reach her, but it doesn't go near her. Yeah. And it seems to kind of skirt the outside of the, the wall here, too. Uh, I want to see this team building role from the two of you. So <laughs> oh uh, it's a strength role to be able to, to listen. Water weighs. A, it a, really does. It's yeah. far heavier it than people think. So I'd like a, a strength role from both of you. Uh, one can lead and one can follow. I'll assist. Okay. Like a, like a creative <laughs> dance. <laughs> Oh, and I can't spend luck on that shit, can I? It's yeah, a strength can. roll, yeah. Can. Oh, I can? It's not a luck roll. Oh, sweet. I will spend seven luck to make that a success to get a 30. Okay, so. <laughs> All right. She cool. clearly gives you an assist, so. I got 47 under 60. Okay. You are able to fill it and then prepare it. You'll be able to use it as a weapon, um, which will be a throw roll. Oh, good. As all good rolls in Call of Duty are, they're throw mm-hmm. rolls. I feel like I'm going to spend a lot of luck this next row. So uh, this creature is going to launch an attack. Well, last time I was looking away, so I didn't get to see this happen before. So this will be new for me. <laughs> uh, Sam, you're filling your pots. I don't stop my, my movement until I'm in the pool and loading my mortars. <laughs> As I'm splashing. Uh, Miss Lane, it's going to attempt to reach out and touch you. Maybe you're doing great. (laughs) Um, So it flies over, continues its flight path, and it reaches out to touch you. I'm going to dodge. You you may. Actually, actually, before you dodge, why don't you let me make the attack roll first? You might not need to dodge. That's true. Get ahead of myself. You're going to need to dodge. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Dodge as in duck underwater. Yeah, just drop. Yep. So can I just dodge? You can just dodge if you would like. Roll dodge. Um, I got a seven out of 45. I dodged him. Did I make it? Uh, He hits you. What? I rolled a five. And you need to roll pow now. Pow. So first, take eight points of damage. Oh my God. Get a... 36 out of 50 for Pow. Ooh, fantastic. So you are fine from the additional attack. Sweet. So I took eight points of damage. You did. Somebody better fucking heal me. <laughs> Think later. This ain't D&D. Yeah, I wish, Heals. I wish I was the healer, but I'm not. Okay, so now that that creature has gone, Jack, you'll have a, an opportunity to retort. I'm going to. With the pot. I am. Okay. Well, allow me to retort. That is a 36 over 20, so I will be spending 16 more points of luck. Fantastic. Look all the luck spending going on. I know, I smell it. it smells mm-hmm. yummy. Making mm-hmm. s'mores over here. All righty. Uh, so per half gallon, pour it over it. Uh, I'm going to say... What do you think? There's probably... It's not like a diehard question, but I, I imagine there's probably three or four gallons of water in there. Oh, yeah, easy. Oh, okay. well, okay. If you think the five-gallon jugs that I put on my water cooler, 
The kitchen garbage can is 10 gallons, generally 10 to 13. Yeah, and I don't think that he has a kitchen garbage can full of it. So I let's, think it's... Let's split the difference in five gallons. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so it's going to attempt I to dodge. That's probably the size of that pot. It does not. You deal five points of damage to it. Oh, wow. The creature evaporates. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. I told you it worked. <laughs> well, you were right. Miscellane's on fire. I I start splashing. No, I I would just tackle her into the water. Oh, okay. You tackle her into the water. Sam, you arrive with four pots prepared to take on water and sea steam. <laughs> WT. I will pour water on Lillian. Um, Lillian, you get tackled by Jack into the water. I start. Jack, you're squishing me. You were on fire. I, I look at my clothes are burned, I'm sure. Yeah. Some of my hair is singed. Yes. But it seems that the terror has passed for the moment. And I think that's a, a perfect place to end. And so thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Masks of Nautica. We look forward to seeing what trouble our investigators can get up to next, next week.